Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, all truly helps out the channel and myself, of course. And let's crack on with today's story. Now, today's story comes from Elmelo Gato, who says, was I tricked into granting my wife permission to sleep around? What now? Major apologies for length, but I feel like all of this detail is necessary. I'm a 30-year-old male and have been married to my wife, age 29, for eight years. We dated for a little over a year prior to that and were friends for about three years before that. We have a 17-month-old daughter that has me tourniquet wrapped around her little finger already. Let me preface all of this by saying that I really love my wife. I would characterize our relationship and marriage up until the last few weeks as epic. This is a hard story to tell. About two months ago, I had an odd slash surprising conversation with my wife. We were sitting on the couch after having gotten the little one to bed and eating dinner, including a couple of glasses of wine, mind you, when she brought up the subject of monogamy and having an open slash semi-open relationship. This was a long and unexpected conversation, but the gist of it and concluding agreed upon points ended up being, we felt our love for each other was stronger than ever and ironclad. We felt our relationship had reached the point where it transcended traditional monogamy norms, slash that either person could potentially have sex with someone else and that it wouldn't impact the core foundation of our relationship or our love. We agreed that if circumstances ever arose when someone wanted to have the experience of having sex with someone else, it would be allowed as long as it did not interfere with the time spent with each other, with our child, and did not take away emotional capacity for each other. If it was ever to happen, you had to be completely honest and safe about it. Slash no sneaking around. We both have veto power at any time over a specific person, circumstance, or the whole idea altogether. Or so I thought read on. Keep in mind that nothing like this has ever come up before in 8 years of marriage and 12 plus years of knowing each other. At the time I remember feeling a little dumbfounded that I was actually having this conversation and amazed that these words were coming out of our mouths and that my wife had initiated the whole thing. I had several girlfriends before meeting my wife but she was the first woman I ever had sex with. She, on the other hand, was sexually active at an early age and with multiple partners. At that moment, I couldn't help but feel like I had been handed a golden ticket. I was raised in a very southern Baptist home and brainwashed with a ton of abstinence bullshit. Proud escapee of the church matrix going on 10 years now. So I must admit that I carried around a small bit of regret that I missed out on my opportunity to play the field sexually in college and that I would never have that opportunity again. I'd just been given a free pass to do something about that, should I so choose, without any consequence at all. I walked away from that conversation with a new respect for our marriage and how cool we both were. Flash forward to the next day. 
I wake up and shake off the cobwebs and have one of those what the fuck just happened moments. My stomach felt like it was just made of lead. In my gut, I felt like all of this was wrong and I needed to undo it, but I didn't want to speak up just yet. I remembered back to all the church camp programming of my youth and wondered if it was just doubt from that bubbling up to the surface. I decided to take a couple of days to process all this information and really think hard about it. We both led very busy lives, so I figured I had some time to assimilate this before taking any action. Oops. About a week or less after our conversation, my wife comes home from going out to get some work done at a coffee shop. She's acting very strange and nervous when she gets home and I start to feel very strange and nervous as a result. I ask her who was there with her and she tells me it was a guy friend of a friend, Mr. X, that we both know and had met about two months prior. I was a little shocked to learn that she had acted on our agreement so quickly. Here is where our version of events diverges significantly. I say that at that point I made it clear that I was not comfortable with this whole thing as I had thought I would be initially and that I wanted to take it all back. I asked if anything had already happened and she responded no, but that it probably was going that way and she was attracted to him and vice versa. I made it clear, I thought, that I didn't like this guy she went to go see and didn't want her to see him again. She assured me that everything was okay and said repeatedly, you didn't have anything to worry about between me and X which I took to mean as confirmation that the whole idea was scrapped, or at the very least, she won't be hooking up with X. That night, I mentally breathed a sigh of relief and felt like I slash we had dodged a bullet. I had basically come to the conclusion independently of this event that our marriage was too important to me to take the risk on damaging it. I felt 99% certain that our marriage could continue to function without any significant disruption or guilt, anger, jealousy if one of us slept with someone else but the potential damage of that 1% chance was too great a risk to take. In other words, our marriage was great, so why risk it? It would be great if that's where the story ended. I wish I could rewind to that night and say explicitly, no, I'm not okay with this arrangement. I was not thinking clearly when I agreed to that and I'm quite happy staying in a traditional monogamous relationship, but thanks for the offer. Last night, I found out in a roundabout way that my wife's take on that last conversation was completely different from mine. She says that when she said you don't have anything to worry about between me and X, what she meant was that it was going to continue, but would have no impact on her love for me or the continuing day-to-day of our marriage. She's been sleeping with him for at least a couple of weeks slash since some time after the last talk on the subject. I could not bring myself to ask the particulars, so I don't know how many times exactly. Not sure I want to. Rewinding the whole series of events, I can't help but wonder if this is all an elaborate, masterful way of getting me to authorize an affair. After all, there was little opportunity for me to sleep with anyone else. All of my time is spent at my office or at home. My wife, on the other hand, has three days a week at home by herself working as a freelance copywriter and the timing of the whole thing is more than suspect. She claims adamantly that this is not the case and that the speed at which she took advantage of our agreement was purely coincidental. Today, I was a complete wreck and completely worthless at work. I feel betrayed and utterly hollow. I went home for a while and talked to my wife for a bit. I asked her what she would do if I said I wanted this all to end, go back to the way things were before all this happened 
and her not to see X ever again. Her response, well, I guess I wouldn't really have a choice. I mean, I guess, but I wouldn't like it. I am really at a loss as what to do now. I'm having a hard time figuring out to what extent I have a right to be upset about this. Can I even consider this an affair or cheating? Is this just miscommunication of epic proportions? Am I just being a stupid baby because she went first and I should just buck up and hold on to my golden ticket? Help. And we do have an update in the comments on this one and a full update by itself as well, which we will cover in a moment. Now, I'm gonna give my thoughts as I was reading this. It might be wrong, but these were my initial thoughts. And again, it may be just the way it was written or what, but it almost feels like to me the way this came up from your wife that you know she was either already seeing Mr. X or she'd been wanting to sleep with him or get with him for some time now. So it wasn't just a you know, I want to open our marriage to, to getting with other people. It was, there's someone specific I want to sleep with or, or get with. And so I want to open our marriage up for that. And I think you were right in a part of it that you should have been more firm with some of it saying, you know, like you said, no, I'm not okay with this arrangement. I was not thinking clearly when I agreed to that. And I'm quite happy staying in a traditional monogamous relationship, but thanks for the offer. But earlier on in the story when she replied to you saying you don't have anything to worry about between me and x again i believe she knew what she was doing with that i think she knew that you would take that as you know we're not staying together anymore so she could get with mr x and again to me personally if i was in that relationship and i, I look at a lot of situations like this and the way i look at it is like how would i be able to see this person in the future from now on knowing what i know about them and I just can't see myself being comfortable with that, staying with that person. Especially when you're getting the responses like when you said you don't want to see Mr. X again, you said, oh, I wouldn't really have a choice. I mean, I wouldn't like it, but which just, I don't know, the, the, the trust would be gone for me. And I know OP did initially talk about opening up the relationship as well. But again, it's very personal to me. It would just play absolute havoc with my head. But Pranel says, if she's resistant to changing things, you don't have an open relationship, you have a cheating spouse. The only way these things ever work is if both people actually in the relationship feel secure. And that's not going to happen when she brings up the idea without ever bringing up the specific person who made her tempted. You have to talk to her and she has to at least temporarily end this, or I don't see how you can have a trusting relationship with her in the future. If she loves you, the stress this is putting on you should be enough for it to end in a heartbeat, without reservation. No acknowledgement to the other man, or men, except for a simple text message. Sorry, have to concentrate on my marriage. D. Colt says, and quotes, I asked her what she would do if I said I wanted this all to end. And then says, your miscommunication of epic proportions is the fact that you keep talking in hypotheticals. Before you do anything else, you need to tell her loudly and clearly, I'm not comfortable, stop right now. If your marriage means anything to your wife, she will stop and you can work through this with less pressure. And if she doesn't stop, you know where you stand. Eep says, the number one thing which is going to kill your relationship is your wife's selective secrecy. How can you put any trust into your life with her when she's got personal priorities, which not only don't include you, but which she is keeping isolated from you? Pubel says this is a fucked up situation, and I do not envy you at all. That said, I don't think you've been masterfully played by your wife. I think she initiated this conversation to find a way to get your approval to do something she already knew she wanted to do, and I think she heard what she wanted to hear in your conversations about it. 
I also think you two don't communicate well at all. You were unclear when you spoke and she wasn't specific about her plans and you had your major discussion about this when you had been drinking. All bad. I'm not sure I understand how you found out. You say only that it was roundabout or how you responded to it. But again, being unclear or wishy-washy is not going to help you now. Just like it was a bad choice last time you discussed it. You need to tell her that you regret agreeing to this in principle and that is unacceptable to you. If indeed it is a deal breaker. In either case, it sounds like one of you should find a place to stay for a while. I doubt you can accomplish much while she's effectively dating someone else. I'm not a fan of ultimatums, but I don't know that I could find a way to consider a future with someone doing what your wife is doing right now. There was a thread the other day with a guy saying his girlfriend wanted to open their relationship and the consensus was that it's very difficult, if not impossible, to change a monogamous relationship to a non-monogamous one. And one more comment which says from Almost Famous, sorry, but my take on this is that your wife is a real piece of work and has been sleeping with this guy for a while. And even if she hasn't been, she has had plans to for a while and this was her way of setting it up. Either way, this is a cover of our scenario. She knew goddamn well what you were telling her and she just played word games with you so that you could continue her guilt-free delusion. Your marriage is in serious trouble and I in no way believe this is a strictly physical situation. Yes, you were tricked and I feel for you, I really do. Sorry, brother. I believe in doing whatever you can to save relationships, but cheating is a dead-on game killer in my book and that's what she did. I will never show quarter on that. I know you love her, but fuck that bitch and everything about her. So OP's first update in the comments said, thanks all for the comments so far. It's cathartic writing this out. Here are some updates and some comments and clarifications. Seems to be pretty clear consensus that communication sucked on this. I don't disagree and I greatly regret not using a high degree of specificity in our first conversation and especially on the follow-up one when I really started to freak out. Honestly, I thought at the time that such specificity wasn't necessary. Not because I didn't think clear rules of engagement in an open relationship are important, but because this whole thing came as such a surprise that it has really disarmed me in a lot of ways. I assumed incorrectly and stupidly that she must feel as weird and wrong about the whole thing as I did. Definitely learned my lesson on that. There will be no gray area or wishy-washiness on the topic going forward. I can say with 99.9% .9 certainty that my wife was not screwing this guy prior to our initial discussion. She didn't even meet him until a month or two prior to that and had little chance to interact with him. She swears adamantly that nothing happened between them physically until after it was cleared. However, she did admit last night that she had thought about it. Busted? I can also say with 99.9% .9 certainty that my wife has never cheated on me with anyone from the start of our relationship up to this point. You're just gonna have to take my word for it on that. Although I wonder now, after the last talk, how much of that stems from inopportunity and unfavorable logistics versus desire. We talked again last night. Here are the highlights slash lowlights. She refuses to characterize this as cheating or any wrongdoing on her part and basically says, this is what we agreed on and I'm just freaking out because it was always going to be hard on whoever went second and that the person was bound to have second thoughts. She apologized for the miscommunication on our second talk and says, if she would have thought that what I meant was I wasn't okay with the whole thing, she wouldn't have gone through with it. She claimed she really thought I had okayed the whole thing. Me at one point said, I don't want to share you. She replied, how is that your choice? You don't own me. 
I asked her to tell me if she required this kind of lifestyle to be happy going forward. Was this something wanted slash needed or if she was just particularly extremely experimental slash horny lately and it snowboard out of control? I asked a lot of blunt questions on this topic and got a new version of the truth. She claims her desire for a more open relationship has been building for some time, perhaps years, but she just recently felt like I would be agreeable to the idea. She adamantly claims that this has nothing to do with inadequacy of me emotionally or sexually. Still adamantly claims that her love for me has not changed, points to examples of her behavior the past month and how things have actually been better between us. Admits that this is a likely pattern of behavior for her. Says she doubts she can change it but was hoping she could find a safe outlet for it with me. When asked why all of this just coming up now after seven years of marriage, she stated that she had been growing steadily uneasy for the last few years, but she kept blaming it on other things slash stresses of life, stresses of having a baby, etc. Says that if it came down to a choice, she would go back to strict monogamy. However, she says she would not be happy and not sure if sustainable. Keeps saying that she thinks this is what I really want too, that I'm just scared and that if I give it some time, I'll calm down and come around points out that in our initial conversation I was agreeable and that if I was truly against the idea I would have said so from the start. Not sure how right she is but it is a hard one for me to argue against. I'm still confused as hell. On the one hand I do feel like my wife has manipulated this situation to her advantage and I feel played. On the other if this really is what she wants and needs should I not take some solace in the fact that she did attempt to get me on board. I now feel like I only have two choices. One, I can try out this open relationship thing and see if I can really handle having multiple sexual partners but still maintain a normal family life at the end of the day. Two, preemptive lawyer strike without warning. From what she has said, it doesn't sound like a return to way things were would work out. She claims I'm the most important thing in her life and she said she would do it if that's what I wanted but in the very next breath says she wouldn't be happy and that's not what she wants. I guess this is the classic someone must sacrifice scenario that married folks constantly face. I just never thought the sacrifice someone would have to make would be their overall happiness and the stakes would be the marriage itself. Life really There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sucks today. Opie then went on to add a further update in the comments which said, I've been putting off replying with an update because I don't really have anything positive to add and it's just all too depressing. Anyway, here goes. I'll try not to make it novella this time, but no guarantees. We are still together and I haven't taken any steps towards divorce other than implying that I'm running out of options and that's my final one. I had a few more discussions with my wife since my last update. 
Every time we talk, there is a new version of the truth, new revelations about her motivation to do this, when a desire to be with other people began, etc. The latest version is that she's always been this way, but was able to keep it under wraps and ignore it for most of our marriage, but the last one to two years she has felt trapped and not alive. The notion of this pisses me the fuck off. More on that later. And so that plus the general stresses of life was the catalyst that led to the current state of things. Some other factoids and realizations on my part. It appears that she really did think that I cleared her going forward with her relationship. She seems most concerned with that more than anything, dispelling the notion of that this was born out of deception. It's either she really did think I okayed the whole thing or she is so fucked up mentally that she has convinced herself that this is the truth. She still emphasizes that nothing has changed between us from her perspective and that she still loves me and wants to be with me. Mainly me slash primary me to use a poly term, indefinitely. Keep saying, paraphrasing, if you would try it out, you'd see it's no big deal and you would know there is nothing to worry about. Recognizes that she realized slash realizes that this is hurting me but keeps on anyway. Basically, I guess she thinks I'd get over it. Almost two weeks ago now, after my last update, I put to paper everything I'd been feeling and everything I wanted so there could be no misunderstanding or misinterpretation of my feelings and intent. I ended by stating that I wanted just three things to happen. One, our open, poly, whatever the fuck this is, ends. Two, we enter into marriage counseling ASAP. Three, all contact with X ends. I left the letter downstairs and left the house for a while because I didn't want to be there when she read it. When I got back, there was a 30-minute silence with her just sitting there. We finally started talking and long story short, she agreed but she couldn't discount the possibility that she was having an early midlife crisis but she needed time to think. I said okay to that. My parents were coming to town the next day for a four-day visit. Great timing. So for the next four days, I had to put on my happy face and pretend everything was honky-dory. After my parents went back home, we rediscussed everything and long story short, this is the conversation where I learned she really didn't think that I didn't know what was going on and thought I was okay with it. Again, if this is not the truth, she really believes it is. She revealed that she had broken off with X the day after receiving the letter. This was a pivotal exchange for me because I realized she really didn't think or wasn't able to accept she had done anything fundamentally wrong she wasn't going to change. If she did, it would only be for the fear of losing her daughter or the safety of love of our family. She would resent me for it at least. She really does believe that this isn't as big as a deal as I make it out to be and that if I would go along with it, I'd agree after trying it myself. There were a few moments where I was a half breath away from saying, fuck you, we're done. But in the end, I ended up basically saying, okay, to the whole thing again. Seriously, lack of balls you say? Maybe, but that's not what I was feeling at the time. Here's the thing that makes this all suck so bad. I love my daughter to death and I love my life with my family. When my wife is not out fucking some hipster D-bag, I don't want that to end. Less for me and more for my daughter. I can honestly say that if my daughter did not exist, I would now probably be posting about how my divorce filings were going and how I was going to try and get the majority of our assets due to the circumstances but I don't want my daughter to grow up having to split time between two parents and wondering why she doesn't live with a normal family. I did not grow up like that. My wife did, which is another thing that pisses me off. Her parents had a nasty divorce and it scarred her. You would think she would be less apt to destroy our marriage. My folks are still married and have been for nearly 40 years now. 
I want that for my children, even if it's a huge sacrifice on my part. The sick thing is, I wonder if my wife doesn't realize this and is using that fact against me. She knows I'm the kind of person who is quick to forgive, slow to place blame, and generally tries to make everyone around me feel better. Is she using that against me either consciously or unconsciously? Maybe, but what can I do? I kind of feel like JFK would have felt if the Soviets had suddenly landed an invasion force on the eastern seaboard. The Joint Chiefs would have immediately screened for an all-out nuclear strike, but that would have meant ending everything. Is it worth winning and protecting yourself in principle at the cost of everything? These are the questions I have been wrestling with. I started all of this by saying that I love my wife. That is still true. For the last eight years, she has been my best friend. You'd probably think from reading all of this that there must have been something fundamentally wrong with our relationship, but honestly, can't pinpoint anything. We had the normal stresses of life and having a child, but nothing earth-shattering. We live a comfortable life, not rich, but definitely not poor. We always made time for each other and shared many interests and activities. Sex was great, her words, not just mine. My wife works a flexible job from home and has always had the freedom to pursue any interest, hobby or friendship, non-sexual up until now, that she wanted. We waited for six years before trying for kids and only when we both decided it was okay. Really, I wanted kids more than she did though. Maybe this has something to do with things. I suppose that the suddenness of all this is one of the things that has made me slow to act and resistant to labeling her a cheating heartless whore and just moving on. It just doesn't add up to me. Why would someone who has it all risk everything like this? The only answers I can come up with is either she really does want this and this is what would really make her happy or she is really messed up mentally and needs help. I'm not sure what to do with either of those scenarios. It doesn't help that from her perspective, it may seem like I'm flip-flopping on the whole thing and can't make up my mind on what I want. Thus far, I've agreed in principle to the idea of a semi-open relationship and gone back on it twice. My agreement is always reluctant though and only when it comes down to a choice between surrender or divorce. The ramifications of pulling the trigger on divorce after eight years is a lot to bear. It would be easier if it was only the two of us that had to deal with the fallout. I'm still bouncing between numbness, anger, depression, and occasional life is okay. Mostly numbness lately. I've had really low moments the past couple of weeks. Sleep is not going well. I don't have much of an outlet for any of this and only one friend I feel comfortable sharing all this with. So I appreciate you Redditors for taking the time to read and comment, even if it's just a joke or to tell me to shut the fuck up and delete the gym. And OP's final update says, Wall of text follows, if you make it through, there will be cake. Also, in case you missed and don't want to bother reading subsequent thread, I'm 30, wife is 29, we've been married eight years. Shortly after posting my last update, I finally gave an ultimatum of sorts to my wife. I told her plainly that things could not continue on this way and that if she didn't stop seeing her boyfriend and enter into some marriage therapy immediately, then it was over. She agreed. She seemed to have a very meh, attitude about the whole thing. When asked, she would say that she wanted to work out our differences and fix our relationship, but only if I directly asked the question. And even then, she seemed to be annoyed more than anything. Her attitude towards me in our day-to-day interactions became extremely cold from that point on. Basically, all signs of affection ceased. Conversation other than directly initiated and sustained by me ceased. Things as simple as reassuring touch on the arm or a peck on the cheek as I leave for work ended. She'd reciprocate if I hugged her, but there was a tenseness and general sense of unease about it all. 
she seemed to wear an aura of, I'm here because I have to be. We've done seven weeks of therapy, five together and two sessions separate. The therapy itself has been a mixed bag. Mostly the sessions revolved around, how did we get here? What broke down in our relationship and how to fix it and make it not happen again? Of course, most of this appears to be my fault, at least according to my wife. In my couple of previous posts, I talked about how her story of why this was happening and what her real intentions slash wants were kept changing. In therapy, it became completely about my failings in our marriage. Her spin on things was that she had been unhappy for some time because I'm constantly depressed or in a bad mood because I'm stuck in a job situation I hate. Some background there. I've been working corporate nine to five type jobs since I graduated college in 2003. Software related. They are definitely not my passion in life and have been seeking a way out of the corporate rat trap for some time. It's true this has made me really unhappy at times in the past, but not constantly depressed and or irritable. It was an occasional state of mind that could last a few days. Max was a few months in my previous job, which I came to truly loathe for a variety of reasons. She would get really defensive and hostile when I pointed out in therapy that my job provides us the stability to live comfortably and provide for our family. She works freelance for much less money, unpredictable income stream and no benefits. She also claimed that I spent too much time on other hobbies and that we grew apart. I took major issue with this. I was always pretty careful about time that I spent alone or with friends and there was rarely a week that went by that the majority of my non-work time was spent away from home and or not with my wife. The ratio had definitely changed over the last couple of years. I picked up some hobbies that she was not interested in, but overall, I felt like we had sustained a high level of interaction beyond incidental day-to-day -day contact. We spent time together at home, went out together, went on dates, everything you would expect a healthy relationship. There were times, if I was depressed especially, where I'd withdraw and mostly want to be by myself. That's just how I am, I guess. In everything she pointed out, being depressed about my job, spending less time with her, being emotionally withdrawn or unavailable, there were always an element of truth to it, and this made it difficult to argue. The best lies are the ones that are part true, I guess. Some of what she said was true partially or had been true at one time, but it was always exaggerated and blown way out of proportion. Nothing she came up with could explain the breakdown of the last six months. However, when I tried to refute or contradict anything, she said or steer the conversation slash therapy in the direction of, let's talk about why you gave up on our marriage, became deceitful and are now in denial that you did anything wrong or have to fix anything. She would become nearly irate. She did not want to hear it and would not slash has owned up to anything really. See, this is what you do. You just argue with me. It's all I got. At the beginning of the first session, the first thing the therapist wanted to know was what the status of her relationship with Mr. X was. Her verbatim reply was, well, that's definitely on hold. Notice it was not, it's over, it was, it's on hold. She is a clever wordsmith and she definitely chose those words intentionally. I did not point it out or pursue it at that time, just logged it away in the back of my mind. More on that later. It became clear by the end of the third session that the only way I was going to make any headway was focusing mostly on what went wrong aspect and how I failed. We talked a lot about my being stuck in a career rut and what I could do to fix that or have a more positive outlook about that. We talked a lot about communicating better, making time to air grievances and not letting emotions simmer. We talked about communicating things clearly and not sugarcoating or being passive aggressive. All good things. 
I was hoping that if I would take on more of the responsibility load for all of this, that she would warm up to the idea of reconciliation. And eventually she would herself voluntarily admit that she was at least as much as fault as I and had things that she needed to change. Hey, maybe I'd even get a heartfelt apology. One can dream. But things at home were not getting any better. They were not getting worse per se, but she was cold and robotic in everything. There was no conversation initiated by her other than what was absolutely required. And if I tried to talk about things, she became very irritable very quickly. I would ask, you do want things to get better, right? I wouldn't get a yes response. Not a no response either, but a non-committal politician's answer. Well, I'm going to therapy with you, right? And sometimes just an, I don't know how I feel. I just need some time to go through the emotions. Okay, I can handle that. This has been a traumatic ride. That makes sense, I guess. Maybe I'm rushing things and expecting too much too quickly. Rewind to the first therapy session. It's definitely on hold. Mentally picture a rage comic that zooms in on on hold. Yeah. So about three weeks into therapy, I couldn't stand being paranoid about this anymore. I had noticed that she had begun keeping a vice-like death grip on her phone. It never left her side and this was not like her. Also, I bumped into her notebook one day, stirring it into life and I noticed it's now password protected. Gee, I wonder if there's something going on here. After what's happened so far, I didn't trust her to tell me the truth if asked directly. So I did what any good geek given no other choice would do. I got into her email via the server. She forgot that her domain and attached email was set up and is maintained by me. Whoops. Lo and behold, she is still talking to Mr. X and has been all this time on a near daily basis. There was no smoking gun in there. Hey, let's meet up and have sex. Your husband is the dumb lol. But the general tone of the emails was more than just exchanging links to funny cat videos. I love you's exchange and evidence that she is talking to X about how things are going as far as our marriage goes. Cue overwhelming rage and sadness. The shittiest part was I couldn't come right out and confront her about it. Although I feel it was justified. I did get into her personal email without her knowledge and I would rather have her incriminate herself. I managed to work it into conversation a week later. So I noticed that you've been really protective of your phone. Also, it's been bugging me that you said it's on hold with regards to Mr. X in therapy. Are you still talking to him? After some stammering, she replied that he was still in contact with her but it was just him sending her random links to random news articles. She said she was guarding her phone because she was worried I'd see a text message from him pop up and think the wrong thing. I knew that this was at best an extreme exaggeration of the truth, but I did not let on. I brought this up towards the end of our next therapy session. The therapist seemed mildly surprised. My wife's response when I started to bring it up was to roll her eyes. Oh, here we go. We didn't get much past that because we ran out of time. Outside of the therapist's office, it was back to her cold, robotic nature. She did not bring it up. When I tried, she got defensive and angry. That's all this is about to you, isn't it? I've dropped it. I've continued to monitor her email and still haven't found anything incriminating to indicate she's having a physical relationship with this person, but it's obviously possible. I cannot see her sent messages and I know a lot of this is going by text or Facebook, which I don't have access to so I'm only seeing a partial picture of what's going on when I'm away. It's also possible, I guess, she thinks it's okay to continue a platonic relationship with this person and she sees exchange of, hey, what's up, have you been, blah, blah, emails as innocuous. This could be just me going out of my way to make excuses for her, something I seem to have a habit of doing. So 
there you have it. My wife still has a relationship with a D-bag, even though she knows I'm not cool with that. It may be platonic in nature, but I don't really know. She doesn't seem to be very interested in patching things up or making things better. When backed into a corner, she will claim she does, but only if asked directly. Even then, it's often a vague answer. The only happiness she ever shows is when we're playing together with our daughter. I feel like I have done everything I could do. I still cling to threads of hope, but maybe it's time to let go. Is there any hope at all of saving this at this point? She still says I love you, but only in response when I say it. And my own I love yous are sounding more and more hollow. Has anyone ever been in a relationship this far gone with someone who is clearly not in love with you anymore and is actively deceiving slash hurting you and have been able to... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Save it. Thank you, Reddit, for reading. And you made it as promised cake. And it's just a post to Wikipedia about what cake is. <laughs> but there was one more little update which said, what the fuck update? Well, I guess I don't need to fret over what to do anymore. Just found out that she is slash has been still sleeping with the derptard. Really sad, actually. Email from her mum telling her that she needs to stop sleeping with X and worrying that she's going to get an STD. He sleeps around, apparently. Pass it to me and then lose her daughter guess I also have to go get tested now and now accelerate legal stuff. Life sucks. I guess I made a really bad choice eight years ago. Either that or an alien parasite is inhabiting and controlling my wife's body. I wish the latter could be true as I could probably figure out a solution to that, but I can't travel back in time. And I've got to say in this one, I didn't feel like this was ever going to end in any other way there was so much unhealthiness in this relationship as it was going forward you know op talking about that they were staying together for the sake of their daughter that never seems to end well when we read these stories the coldness towards each other whilst going through therapy it didn't seem like wife really wanted to be in therapy at all and then obviously the big one she's still talking to mr x in the background but now I turn it to you guys. Oh God, I can't believe this one's gone on so long. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below about what you think about this. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, watch my Face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn.